These are the Daily Tech headlines for Monday, October 16th, 2017. I'm Tom Merritt. Coming up, a pretty nasty Wi-Fi vulnerability. Huawei announces a couple of cool new phones and a new way to play your SNES cartridges. And it's only 200 bucks. In key management on the WPA2 encryption protocol for Wi-Fi that could allow attackers in range of a Wi-Fi access point to intercept... Huawei announced the Mate 10 and Mate 10 Pro phones with the dedicated Neural Network Processing Unit, or NPU, for artificial intelligence functions. The NPU is used to anticipate what apps you use, reduce some strain on the CPU, and help in apps like your photos or your translator. The phones run Android Oreo with a 4,000 milliamp hour battery, Kirin 970 CPU, and 12-core Mali G72 GPU. The 5.9-inch LCD Mate 10 will cost 699 euros in October in more than 15 countries. The 6-inch AMOLED Mate 10 Pro has no physical home button, moves the fingerprint sensor to the back. That one will cost 799 euros coming in November. A company called Analog has announced the Analog Super NT, designed to play classic SNES game cartridges at 1080p. It'll play all the Nintendo SNES and Super Famicom cartridges, come in four designs, and cost $190. But you don't get a controller. Controllers sell separately. They are wireless for $40 each. IBM has set up a blockchain payment system to transfer money between banks across 12 currency corridors in Australia, New Zealand, and several other South Pacific nations. The system should make transfers happen almost immediately rather than having to wait the several days you usually do when you go from bank to bank. A cryptocurrency called Lumens from a company called Stellar will be used to facilitate the cross-border payments. Banks may eventually issue their own cryptocurrencies for the process. JP Morgan announced a blockchain-based payment system of its own in partnership with Royal Bank of Canada and Australia and New Zealand Banking Group. The Interbank Information Network, as it is called, is powered by Quorum, a technology developed by JP Morgan. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear an appeal by the U.S. Department of Justice over a decision that prevents prosecutors from obtaining emails stored on a Microsoft server in Ireland without getting an Irish court order. The New York-based Second U.S. Court of Appeals ruled the emails on an Irish server for a customer who was in Ireland were beyond the reach of U.S. domestic search warrants. Canon unveiled the PowerShot G1X Mark III, an enthusiast compact camera that includes a 24.2 megapixel APS-C sensor with dual pixel autofocus. The G1X Mark III can shoot up to 9 frames per second with an ISO range of 100 to 25,600, but notably does not include 4K video. It includes an OLED electronic viewfinder, 3-inch swiveling touchscreen, and a 24 to 72 millimeter f2.8 to 5.6 zoom lens. The G1X Mark III will be available in November for $1,299. Russia's communication minister Nikolai Nikiforov has confirmed plans to launch a state-controlled digital currency. The cryptocurrency would be issued by the government, not mined, and could be exchanged for rubles tax-free with a proof of origin. Otherwise, exchanges would incur a 13% tax. Researchers successfully trialed an implanted insulin pump and glucose monitor that relies on an algorithm running on your smartphone to deliver appropriate amounts of insulin. The algorithm takes into account your daily routine, including meals and sleep, simulating the functions of the pancreas. A 12-week test saw significant improvements, including reduced levels of a key hemoglobin and less time spent in a hypoglycemic state. 
A survey of teens by Piper Jaffray found that 47% prefer Snapchat as a social network. That's up from 39% last spring. Instagram came in second with 24%, up 1% over the same period. Facebook and Twitter took third and fourth at 9 and 7% respectively. The survey was administered through teachers and pulled 6,100 U.S. teens from 44 states with an average age of 16. IGN announced the acquisition of Humble Bundle, the game storefront known for its pay-what-you-want game bundles for charity. Since launching in 2010, Humble Bundle has raised over $100 million for charity. Humble will maintain existing offices, office culture, and team post-acquisition. Hey, thanks for listening, and thanks to everybody who favorites the station and keeps calling in and coming back. We love hearing from you guys. Daily Tech Headlines is only supported by you at patreon.com slash DTNS. We'll talk to you next time.